Well, Tiger fans, we're four and four and chasing a bowl appearance. We're on the road tonight in College Station. So what can we hang our hats on? Thus far this season, we have won two, lost two, won two, and lost two. At this point, I'll take it. War down meager to the day I die. Just saying. Now on to our show. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake press Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pimp Then I'ma Welcome to Sports Talk Podcast This is your boy Tight Tight The podcast game changer And we got our main man, Coach, with us What's going on, my boy? What's good? Coach, I am the podcast game changer and, and, Coach, you know what they tell me, Coach? What they tell you? They say the best part of waking up is D1 Sports Talk. <laughs> that was a good one, my boy. Coach, that's what they <laughs> say, Coach. They say every time we drop it on Tuesday, Coach, they say the best part of waking up is D1 Sports Talk. I hear you. All right, I'm glad we can get something to the people. <laughs> go, they, go, go, go! I, I, I'm, I'm so excited, Coach. And the reason I'm excited is because uh, the fans have an opportunity to meet you live and in person next week, and, and we'll talk about it here in a minute. But, Coach, can you can you talk about how last week went went for went for the Auburn High Football Team? Uh, we, uh, started the first round of playoffs. Uh, we had a home game against the Theodore Bobcats, am I correct? Theodore Bobcats. Theodore Bobcats, uh, came to town. Uh, uh, we expected a dog fight and, uh, that's exactly how the game started off. Uh, both teams kind of just traded blows at the beginning of the game. Uh, it was kind of tightly contested ball game and, you know, as the game went on, uh, we ended up uh, getting control of the game. We ended up coming out with a 45 to 15 victory. So, very fortunate uh, with the way our season started to to at least be in the playoffs uh, and, and to win a first round game. Um, very fortunate to be in the position we're in right now. Um, uh, just you know, so thankful to be part of it. Uh, my our kids are really responded and stuck with us up until this point. And um, now we, we move on to round two. Only eight teams left, and we won them. So uh, how, how good is the P. Ryan uh, young run, running back? Is, is he what they say he is? Because, like I say, um, for everything I've been told and knowing his pedigree, um, I hear the young man can really run the football. Uh, unfortunately, Theodore Bobcats were only able to put up 15 points. But how how good is that young man? He's a tough runner. Um, uh, he, you can tell uh, he's a kid that they really rely on. Uh, the offense kind of went through him the entire night. Um, I can see why he has an opportunity to, to play in the SEC, and he has SEC offers. Um but uh, they just they didn't really have a compliment to him, um, and our defense was really keyed up to try to stop the kid. And 
they really didn't have another answer to kind of offset us um, from from doing that. And uh, I think that ended up working in our favor um, as the night went on. Does he is he does he play in the defense? He does not play in the defense. He does uh, return kicks for them. Uh, he he he's one of their kickoff return guys. Um, other than that, the only time I ever saw him was at running back. Oh, okay. So so you guys got the victory. Um, and so so the reason I say to those of you uh, that that have always asked about uh, who is coach, um, they won't know who y'all coach. Um, those that live down in, in L.A., Lower Alabama, uh, Mobile, they always they got an opportunity to meet you this week. Uh, why do they have an opportunity to meet you this week, Coach? We will be going on the road this weekend for a second round of the playoffs. We will be playing McGill Tulane Catholic down in Lower Alabama. Uh, and, uh, so I'll be down in that, that part of town. Uh, Friday afternoon and try to see if we can advance to the third round of playoffs. Well, Coach, if they come up there and say that they listen to the D1 Sports Talk or say they know uh, tight who is the, the podcast game changer, would you shake their hand? Oh, absolutely. I might even give them a hug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a friendly guy. I might even give them a hug. Well, well to all of the to all of the uh, the, uh, the podcast listeners down there in the in the Mobile area. Well, does McGill have a stadium now? Where, where does McGill play? Do they play at Lab uh-huh. People Stadium or do they have a stadium? Uh, where they you have, guys play? They, they have a stadium. Um, I can't think of what the name of their stadium, but they, but they have a stadium. I don't. I, I you know I'm vaguely as as into that area, um, but um, I don't think it's at their school because this would be the third time we played them in four years in the playoffs and the last two ball games times we played them were down there uh in the playoffs both of those games came down to literally the last play of the game in the goal line on the goal line and uh, we were fortunate to win those two ball games uh, so uh, I'm sure they'll be ready to go and uh we're trying to get our kids ready so you'll get a chance to um uh, you'll be playing down there in Mobile. Uh, you guys, y'all got a, a itinerary full of activities for for the young men. Uh yeah, we'll be doing things a little bit differently than we have um, in the past. Um, you know, we got a new coach now, so we're gonna do things a little different. We won't turn this into a full day of you know going to the movies and leaving early and all that kind of stuff. We will try to conduct the day as normal as possible. Um, we'll have a team breakfast that morning. Uh, we'll have meetings and walkthroughs at, on campus. You know, uh, we'll alternate those between offense and defense. Uh, we'll have time to eat lunch at the school and, you know, have a backpack set time and a bag check time. And we we'll probably won't even leave till about around noon or lunchtime or so. Oh, uh, after we eat lunch and then – We'll come on down. We'll stop somewhere along the way and get something to eat. And we should get at the stadium about the normal time we get at any stadium. And so it, it won't be a full day where we're away from Auburn. So uh, we'll stick around until we absolutely have to leave. So, um, and I'm fine with that. I think it's, it's close to our normal routine. So uh, we'll stick with it. 
So, so you you think um, you think Tim Carter will come out there and watch you guys play this week? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, coach Carter's brother is the head coach at Beauregard High School. Uh, they're a five A program, um, very close to us. Uh, they're undefeated this year, having probably one of their best seasons in school history. And he has some nephews on that team. So uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if he went to go watch them play. Family does come first, uh, but uh, who knows? Okay. Well, well Coach, uh, we, we, uh, we want to congratulate you and, 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 what, and what you guys have been able to accomplish this season. We also like to shout out uh, the Blunt Leopards for, for, for victory. Um, for their for their first round of the playoffs, and also we like to shout out the Viga Wolves um, and and all of those teams that 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 uh that listen to the podcast and they and they send me the text messages and keep me informed. Now to the podcast listeners, um, as you continue to to attend these football games, we ask that. Uh, if you if you if you don't mind sending us a picture of the scoreboard, we know Coach likes to send a picture of the scoreboard when he wins a football game. So if you guys are watching uh, your high school or your favorite team play, send us a picture of the scoreboard, and we like to highlight it, um, and we like to point it out. Uh, we've had Coach; he he sends us a picture, but we also um, this also includes college. We uh, we was able to to get the scoreboard coach from from the Clemson Florida State game this week. Uh had had a listener that was actually in attendance of the Clemson game sent us a picture of the scoreboard and we was able to upload that to to the to the Instagram. So send us your scoreboards and keep us informed on how your favorite team is doing. And coach uh it was a lot of conversation coach. People weren't too impressed with the pregame meal this week. Didn't see any rolls on there. Uh, people was unsure what was in the in in the plate. Uh, Coach, you got to do better with the pregame meal picture and with the pregame meal. What's being offered? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't get the actual trip to the when you don't get on the make it to the bus and get the actual trip to the restaurant. You got to get the you got to get the box plate. So I had to, I had to sell on the box plate. And I guess they ran out of rolls because I had to get the bread. Yeah, it didn't look too tasty, Coach. You had some, <laughs> you had some French bread or something on that, Coach. The folk, yeah, I had the folk, to get the, the bread. The wasn't I, too I, impressed I, with it, Coach. Well, it, it'll be from some different restaurant this week, but we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. So, uh, oh, shout out also, uh, shout out to Blunt. Uh, Blunt is actually the only team to defeat McGill this year, so. I've had an opportunity to, you know, eat them off him, watching them play McGill. Uh, they got a very athletic football team. I wish them the best of luck this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, they was able to get the victory this week, so we'll continue to monitor them. So, Cole, let, let, let's, let's transition into the shout-outs and disappointments. You know, this is the segment where we like to highlight and also give lowlights to 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 the college or to anything that we may have seen that week pertaining to college football, high school football, uh, what what happens on our text message group last week uh, had a listener send me a text message, coach, and he and he asked he he wanted to be a participant 
in our text messaging group because he is very popping on and popping during the games. Uh, he was he was aware that we had received 102 text messages, and 62 of those came from one of one of our mutual friends. So we got the the listeners listening to the show, Coach. Well, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody want to be a part of, of the D1 family. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that said, uh, kick us out with the disappointment. Disappointment number one. I got to give my third disappointment to your Vanderbilt Commodores. Come on, son. First of all, let me tell you something. The University of Florida did everything they could to try to hand the Commodores victory but they just couldn't take it so disappointed in Vanderbilt that would have been a good big program changing win for them and they couldn't pull it off uh TCU well I've talked a couple of times this season about the relationship of Gary Patterson and his defense Amber Alert out on the Gary Patterson defense of TCU uh it's apparent they on bad terms this year uh hopefully they can patch things up and pick it up next year. But Gary Patterson in the TCU defense. Next, go to Michigan State uh, for finally uh, paying for letting all these teams hang around who we all thought that they would just be smashing on their way to uh, to, to their uh, showdown with Ohio State. Uh, they finally, finally let a team hang around and, and had to pay for it. Uh, and my last disappointment go out to Missouri. <laughs> the Missouri Tigers, the president of the university, and everybody else that stood by and let all these things happen on campus and didn't do anything about it. But on the flip side, shout out to all the student athletes and, 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 and faculty members that decided to take a stand against the injustice going on on the campus of Missouri. And go and go that's a big that's a big deal because because across America and across so many of these college campuses um Halloween is very popular where they where they do a lot of uh, face painting and and all that type of stuff buffoonery and you see these type of stories happen constantly and consistently but 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 you know, shout out to to the football team and and to the students and and Jonathan Butler, the guy that was on the hunger strike, uh, and those individuals for taking a stand and 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 being able to see it through, such that they got the uh, the verdict that they was wishing for. So that that uh, big, yeah. disappointment, shout, big disappointment. And shout out to, to Gary Pinkle, Pinkle, man, for standing by his players. Oh, yeah, yeah, big shout out to Gary Pinkle. That's that is huge. You know he went out on a, on a, on a ledge for that. So for those of you that are not familiar with the story, I definitely recommend you go and pick up a newspaper. Uh, if you're not familiar with newspapers because you were born in Generation Wild, you're a millennium. Google it. <laughs> Google it. GTS. <laughs> GTS. Cause you know what GTS is. <laughs> Did I tell you what that stands for, Coach? Yeah. Okay, GTS. We'll leave it at that. We we try to keep this PG thirteen as much as possible. Uh that's my disappointment, cuz go ahead, man. Big disappointment to the LSU offensive line. 
First of all, let me tell you something, son. Coach, I've never seen a wall like the Alabama defense and what they were able to do to the LSU offensive line. That was ridiculous. I ain't seen a hole since Moby Dick was a minnow, as they would say. <laughs> Big disappointment to the LSU offensive line. <laughs> Big disappointment. What'd you say, Go? Stein. <laughs> go, they, they, go, die, go. You can't do nothing with that. You can't need. You couldn't even take a little, uh, one of them low bitty uh, trucks to ride them through there. It wasn't nothing in there. They couldn't, couldn't fit a Tonka truck. Yeah, a Tonka truck. You can't even run run a Tonka truck through there. <laughs> Ridiculous. All this talk about how how powerful the LSU offensive line is and. And you got Coach Les Miles, who's an offensive line guy. You would think that they would have more push against that Alabama defensive line, but they don't. Uh, next disappointment goes out to Kevin Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin, uh, you might just be an eight and four coach. Sounds like coach. Uh, you know, I've always been a supporter of Kevin Sumlin. Um, he's been a guy that I've rooted for, and I've thought that he may have been able to get to that next tier. Uh, but he may just be an eight and four coach. He, he 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 talks a really good football, and he knows the X's and O's. But apparently, uh, he can only get you eight wins because that was a very disappointing uh, performance put on by Kevin Sumlin and the the defense that they are continuously putting out there. And then for him to be an offensive guy and and not being able to develop a quarterback in the quarterback position is is very disappointing. So, Kevin Sumlin, uh, welcome to the disappointment. Um, Real quick, since you spoke on Kevin Sumlin, I heard uh, I, I overheard two coaches talking, and one coach had talked to a a, a coach, a off the field coach at Auburn University, and this coach talked about just how you you. I know you always mention things that you feel like are discipline issues, like even the small things. And this coach talked about how, you know, not everybody kind of does their own thing at Texas and them like watch pregame, how, you know, how like most teams are kind of uniform as far as the gear they wear and, and things that it was sort of like they didn't really have a purpose for nothing. Like kids were wearing, you know, all any kind of shoes that they wanted as far as their game cleats and and their, their their undergarments for the game and how the warm ups were just kind of erratic and things of that nature and and sometimes I guess when you don't you know you don't see those things a lot of times but I guess some of those things come out on the field like you say sometimes it it, it shows in the game so I thought. That was pretty interesting. Spoke on that. Yeah, and coach, I want to support him. He's a he's an Alabama guy. You know, he's from down there with T. R. Miller and W. S. Neal down there in that area. You familiar with T. S. T. R. Miller and W. S. Neal, coach? Oh yeah, oh no doubt. Bruton, Bruton down there, down there where they uh, They used to be a four way powerhouse when I was oh, yeah. back in high oh, school. Yeah, that's yeah when he, I was in high school, Miller was tough. Yeah, they four way powerhouse, coach. But but that's where he come from, and and unfortunately. Uh, very disappointing in, in what I'm seeing the, the, the turn of events over at um, over at Texas A&M. Uh, Coach, you mentioned TCU, so I'll bypass them. But my last disappointment goes out um, 
I got to take you to, to Bill Street, Coach, and I got to say very disappointed in, in what I saw from Memphis this week. Coach, I had them as my nine-point football game. Um, had they won that game, then I could almost but 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 put a fork in the college pick them um, for for the for the year. But unfortunately, they weren't able to they weren't able to get the victory. Uh, for those of you that listen to the podcast, uh, myself and Coach and a few other of our close friends uh, play uh, play ESPN College Pick'em. Uh, that's where you pick in in order ten games and you kind of position them in order of of confidence. Um, and so I had them very high, um, and unfortunately, uh, they were not able to win. Uh, Guilty? Huh? Guilty. Guilty. Oh, that was your ten point, wasn't it, Coach? Guilty. <laughs> go, go, go! And 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 I had to erase a disappointment because I had to add Memphis to it because I had I had as an honorable mention anybody in our college pickem group that pit Marsha higher than five. Guilty. <laughs> would be in that. coach. I had your name written down right here, coach. It's written on my notepad, but Guilty. I had to, but I had to exit out Omar Little. Because because I lost with Memphis, so Guilty. so to Buckeye Beauty, Gus was catfishing on my letter. You're lucky this week. <laughs> You're lucky this week. You didn't make the disappointment because I had to throw Marshall now. <laughs> Memphis on. I had to throw Memphis on now. So you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna say it one more time. Uh, y'all know uh, they know who they are. If they listen. Buckeye Beauty, Gus was catfish, and Omar Little. You're lucky this week. <laughs> oh man, go with your shout, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Okay, can I hear everybody say Let's Go Champ one time? Can I hear Let's Go Champ? Can I hear Let's Go Champ? Let's Go Champ. Let's go champ. Germany, let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Uh, shout out to the teams that are still undefeated right now. Iowa, Clemson, Ohio State, Houston, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. Coach, you gotta shout add you gotta add Cincinnati, Carolina Panthers, and, <laughs> and what's the other one? Coach who, who and, and Tom Brady. And and Tom Brady. You gotta add them to the undefeated list too. Cause, cause, they say they say Cam Newton doing everything on Sundays, but selling popcorn. Shout out to all, all the undefeateds left. All the undefeateds. My next shout out, uh, personally, Coach Gundy. Man, I got to give it to him. Oklahoma State has kind of been quietly doing their thing. You know, they're ones I mentioned early on who were kind of just quietly doing their thing and at some point in time they were gonna have to win that big ball game. They got that's one down down down. Now then the rest of their schedule they are at out and then they got home home games again. Baylor and Oklahoma. Baylor and Oklahoma. That is doable. That is doable. Uh but uh shout out to Coach Gundy uh for just keep doing his thing. Next uh I wanna give a small the Baylor, uh, they don't replace their starting quarterback. They went on the road, as we all know, to a tough place to play at Kansas State on a Thursday night with a backup quarterback, and they were able to get the victory. So, uh, shout out to Baylor with that for that. Uh, that, that I think that deserves a shout out. Next, um, Larry Fedora, 
you in Tar Heels, eight in one, five and zero oh in the lead. Cheese nip, cheese nip, cheese, cheese, cheese nip, at defense coordinator. Their rest of their schedule at Miami. Then they get Virginia Tech and then NC State. We could be looking coach, at a coach, coach. Let me, let me, let me go ahead and say this. Sound the alarms. Upset alert. Upset alert. Cheese nip defeats the Clemson Tigers in the ACC championship. Cheese nip, Dabo, and the Nene. Coach, coach. Upset alert. Upset alert. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Cheese nip and the North Carolina Tar Heels upset the Clemson Tigers in the ACC championship. You heard yep. it first here on D1 Sports Talk. That's what I was about to say. going to set up a great matchup in the ACC now, I'm telling you. And Larry Fedora, man, he, you know, they, they, he done had a rocky first couple of years. You know, he came in with a lot of hype as a young up-and-coming coach. And uh, at one point in time, it wasn't looking like he may pan out. I called him out at the beginning of the year. But uh, give him credit. Um, they, they they have got, got things rolling at North Carolina. So look out for the Tar Heels. And my last shout-out, as much as it pains me to do it, the Bama defense. The tidal wave of red of the Bama defense. LSU was held to 182 total yards. Brandon Harris was 6 of 19, 121 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Leonard Farnett, 19 carries, 31 yards, and one touchdown. Tonka truck. Cool. And, and I'll piggyback off of that because that was on my, on my shout-out list. You got to give respect and honor where it's due. And that Bama defensive front, led uh, by, coach, led by one of your former football players. He's an Omega now. Got to root for him. Reuben Foster, coach. Shout out to Hoss. Good job, Hoss. Uh, that, sh- that was my nickname for him in high school. Hoss. He played a little running back. I used to call him Hoss. Shout out to Hoss. Cause- Shout out Hoss. Because that front seven of, of, of the Alabama football team uh, dominated the LSU Tigers. It wasn't even close. And, and, and I got a little something special for you, Coach, uh, here before I before I finish my shout-out. Uh, I like to put a shout-out to the Vanderbilt Commodores. Okay, can I hear everybody say let's go champ one time? Can I hear let's go champ? Can I hear let's go champ? Let's go champ. Germany, let's go, champ! Uh, Played with a lot of heart, show a lot of passion. Uh, got a moral victory. Got a moral victory on on Sunday, on Saturday afternoon. Uh, had four turnovers, four forced, four forced turnovers. Uh, unfortunately, the special teams game played a role in it. Uh, but you always got to shine the Vanderbilt when they when they get a moral victory. You gotta be kidding me, man. Uh, and then you also want to shout out to Florida and Clemson both for winning their respective conferences. Uh, Florida will be playing in the SEC championship against the winner of the Southeastern Conference West Division. Uh, Alabama currently holds the, the lead in that division with with the big upset uh, by, by my next shout out, which goes to the Arkansas uh, Razorbacks. Uh, and coach, 
the culture of the, of the Razorbacks, uh, Brett Bielema uh, for the outstanding play call on 4th and 25. Uh, you can only practice that in practice where you throw it to the tight end. He throws it behind his back to the running back, and the running back gets you 27 yards. Had to be practice, Coach. Oh, yeah. Shout out to beat him up for getting to his uh, press conference and telling everybody he ready to hop on his wife. <laughs> Ain't mad at your home. But do your thing, beat him up. Do your thing, beat him up. She's a nice-looking woman. Uh, also, I'd like to give a shout-out, Coach. As much as it pains me uh, for one half of this shout-out, I'd like to give a shout-out to the to the winning quarterback for the Auburn Tigers this week. Um, that doesn't shame me because um, I've always believed in this guy, and I continue to support this guy. And we'll talk about that guy later on during during the day's podcast. But the one that I really want to want to shout out is is the left tackle for the Auburn offensive line. Did an outstanding job this week. Uh, don't think the kid got one holding call against him, and was able to to basically dominate. Um, a sophomore All-American um, from Texas A&M. I've been critical of the, of the, of the Auburn left tackle uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, but I can tell that he's been putting in a lot of work, continue to root for the young man, um, and, and, and just wanted to make certain I recognize how, how great of a job he did, Coach. Shout out, Sean. Uh, and last but not least, I'd like to give an honorable mention shout out to our very own coach, uh, because if you go back and listen to the podcast last week, coach said that Arkansas would beat Ole Miss, they would put it on the Jumbotron in Tuscaloosa, and after that would be the motivating factor for the Alabama Road Tide. And if coach went dead on, I don't know who is. So that, that's a that's a testimony to you, coach, and to what. You bring to this podcast, uh, being able to think outside the box and not allow the outside instigators or the outside influencers or the mothership to influence you, coach. But for you <laughs> to stand tall to your beliefs and not allow the mothership or any of these big time personalities to influence your decision. Welcome to the shout out game, coach. Welcome to the shout outs this week. Hey, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Anything else to do with shout-outs, Coach, before we proceed? Uh, real quick, man, I want to offer uh, my condolences. Shout-out to a, a listener of the podcast, a, a, a classmate of mine, uh, Jeremiah Askew, mother passed away. Uh, I'm dealing with a lot right now, but uh, God going to help see him through. Uh, so shout-out to you, man. We praying for you. And uh, you know the boys are always here if you need us. So shout out oh, to my ask you. Definitely, 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 definitely. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening to the show and, and we here for you. So uh that's good, coach. Thank you for, for letting the listeners know. All right, coach. Uh Little League Tip of the Week. You got anything for Little League Tip of the Week, coach? Uh, we yeah, had man. one for last week, but yeah, I need you to enlighten me. I, I want to talk about the topic that you you brought up that one of the listeners brought up. Well, one of the listeners made a good point, and I felt like it, this would be a perfect opportunity for us to use this week's little lead tip of the week to talk about the collection plate. 
Uh, I know a lot of you like to go to church on Sundays. Uh, and, and, and at most Baptist churches or, or your A&M, uh attendee of your Church of Christ, uh, there comes a moment in time where, where the usher may come down to your aisle or your pew and hand you a collection plate. And you are asked to put in uh, at these different congregations 10%. Uh, some of it is of your gross payment and others of your net payment. They want you to put in 10%. Uh, well, Coach, at the Little League Tip of the Week, uh, the, the tip of the week in the ass to America is please, please, please don't have your young men standing on the corner acting as ushers looking for a collection to get a pass, shoulder pass for the upcoming football season. Coach, we need to teach our young men and young women, uh, even those that participate in the chilling, the something called work, hard work, Coach. They need to learn how to fundraise, and you want to teach the young people how to put together a car wash or put together selling French, uh, fish fry plates or you want to teach them uh, how to how to go out and go door to door selling candy bars, but you want to teach them how to do something that's gonna make them a productive, hardworking citizen of your very city. We don't want to teach them to, at an early age to get out there and stand at the red light at the very at the very at the most populated corner with a helmet. Asking for donations. That's begging. At a young age, you're teaching them to beg. You ain't teaching them how to get out and work for anything. And we got to, Coach, it comes a point in time where you got to teach these young people hard work. Teach them how to get together and go door to door and clean yards. Maybe maybe they can they can earn a little cash for the, to get new equipment or to get the jerseys by by doing some hard labor work, teaching them how to clean the yard, or go pull weeds out, or go to the grocery store and help the young the young lady carry her groceries to the to the car. You know what happened to teaching the young people how to do things that are honorable, and teach them a little character, versus having them standing on the corner of Dolphin Island Parkway with their helmet in their hand, or standing on the corner of College Street with a helmet in their hand begging. Let's teach this sounds like a this sounds like a great op- America. This sounds like a great opportunity where we can teach our kids some life skills. Talk to them, coach. Talk to them, coach. Working for what we want because we don't get things. We don't necessarily get everything for free in life. Sometimes we got to work for it, and and this would be a great opportunity to teach kids about the the the, the how 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 special a dollar is. Talk to them, coach. Because a lot of times you go out there and, and you know, a, a child may go out there and and, and, and made a great point about cleaning some yards or, and, and allow the kids to play a part in coming up with these ideas. Yeah, allow them to play a part. And, and, and also it teaches culture, teaches character, teaches team building. You get a guy there, one of them holding the bag while the other one raking the leaves and picking them up. And, 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 they, and they, it's a sense of camaraderie, coach. 
Now a lot of times, nowadays, yeah. cause they just got them on the corner of College Street, or, or you, uh, you name the most popular, uh, most congested corner, Airport Boulevard, and they out there with a, with a dingy helmet begging for a dollar for the for to help with the uniform. I think a lot of times these kids, you know, your mama tell you the money don't grow on trees. I mean, you go out here and you, you do some work, and you might not only get $5, but you work for that 5 Yeah. And it gives you some kind of extra pride about yourself to know that you actually went out and did something and earned it yeah. instead of just asking somebody for it. Always going and hitting your grandma or your daddy or your uncle or going to the big house or, 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 or dropping them off in the rich neighborhood. Yeah, stop, 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 stop having them stand on the corner begging or acting like ushers passing the collection plate. America, we must always use any opportunity we can find to help educate and raise our kids. And this sounds like a perfect opportunity to do that. Hey, 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 man. Did you, now do you understand what, what, what I was talking yeah, about? Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. I, I, I wasn't very familiar with this. I don't know if we do that around here or not, but I need to find out. Coach, if you go down to, to, to my city, Mobile, Houston, Texas, every Saturday uh, down there in Houston, Texas, standing right down the corner of South Main and West Fuquay, you got the young people out there with helmets begging for donations. Now, I, I, you know, I think some, I think a little bit of blame fall on the little league coaches too. Now, oh, definitely, definitely, because because the coaches can 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 help these kids just like the parents can in teaching them how to fundraise or or, or 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 hook them up with these organizations. I, I, I get tons of emails every day from different organizations offering to help with fundraising and, and selling things to, in order to make money to fundraise. And I, I and I know these organizations are out there and the coaches got to do a better job of helping these kids. The coaches can go to a business also and, and help organize a, 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 a car wash and, and, you know, help the kids figure out, you know, what all they need for the for, Ford and picking times when everybody can be there and stuff. The coaches are a little at fault at this too, man. They are. They are for 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 allowing the kid to go out there and solicit themselves, and the path of and path the collection. They 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 acting as the pastor, while 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 the kids are acting as the usher passing the plate around. I did not know this went on, man. Yeah, pop it, coach. Find out if that go on around here. I know it do. Go over there. Go okay. Hey, hey find out, coach. I am. I am. Well, that's the little lead tip of the week. Though. I guess the lesson learned here is take these opportunities to not allow these young people to go out there and beg and solicit for money, but to teach these young people how to come up with a fundraising plan and come up with different plans where they can go and fundraise and raise money. They can go and sell items at Walmart. A lot of the time they don't even realize this. But if you get on Walmart calendar, they, Walmart will match the amount of money that you sell. They will match that up to 200 or $300. So if you get out there and sell candy bars 
and you sell two hundred dollars worth, Walmart will match that. See, little league coach, this is what we mean when we say it's more than just the game. It's more. It's more than just the X's and O's when you talk about being a coach. You're right, coach. You're right. We you, you we supposed to be trying to build the whole person, not just the best lineman. You're right, Not just bro. the best tailback. We probably be trying to build a kid all the way around. Well, he God gifted, coach. He God gifted. Yeah, my bad. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. He God, you crowned him. You crowned him, coach. When you crowned him, he ain't got to do all that. My bad. My so, bad. So, coach, that's the little lead tip of the week. Uh, we got a new segment I would like to add to this week's show. Uh, it's gonna be entitled "Who's Who's Your Who's Who's Your Top Four? Uh, everybody doing it. Um, you got all these analysts giving out who they who's in their top four for the BCS playoff, and coach, I would like for us to take this opportunity to tell America and D one podcast listeners who our top four is. So, coach, uh, I give you the honor of, of of unveiling your top four. We would do this week to week. Uh, give you the honor of unveiling your top four, coach. Am I going in order? Definitely. All right. If I had to list my top four right now, my number one team, well, my number four team, my number four team would be the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I like what they bring to the table. I think the offense is is uh pretty explosive. Uh, defensively, I think they're playing well right now. Uh, number three, I would have to go with the Ohio State. Oh, I will, no, number three, I will go with the Clemson Tigers. The who? Clemson Tigers. Clemson Tigers. Okay. Uh, my number two team in America right now, I will have to go with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay. Okay. Don't tell me you finna do this. Oh, I done done it. My number one team in America right now, Nick Saban. You're going to put Nick Saban in number one with with one loss. With ahead one of, loss. Ahead of three undefeated teams, you're going to put a one loss. Sound like SEC buys to me, Coach. Yes, I'm going with Nick Saban at number one. Is that an SEC buys pick? It is not. Coach, I, I, uh, Coach in the upcoming week, we will have uh, a listener to join us who is a graduate of Clemson University. He's starting his very own business. We like to highlight and shout out Odds Hackers for those of you interested in sports gambling. Uh, he's been able to put together a company and a website that allows you to go in and essentially they will give you, based on the numbers, based on the numbers, they will give you the top picks of the week for you to go and, and, and bet and gamble. But I say all that to say, Coach, um, so shout out to – to, to odds hackers and you can find those guys on Instagram but coach I say all of that to say uh, if he was on the show today he would call you out as a SEC homer that's fine that's fine that's fine what I you know when I when I look at these teams uh, well, I let me ask this right here is JT Baird the starting quarterback of your number two Ohio State or is that clock is that 12 gauge uh, turned into ten speed. Uh, I would, I would still start JT Barrett. 
Well, I'm just saying, so are you making your pick base? You make it, so you're telling me that Ohio State is the number two team in the country with JT Bears starting at the quarterback position. With JT Bears starting the quarterback position, yes. Yes. The, the thing, so the reason I got, of, you don't have a lot to stand on with that, with that, with that. The reason I got Clemson behind those two is I, I, I really don't know how explosive, how good their defense is. And, and the reason I say that is because, I mean, you know, they, yes, they, I know Florida State is a, you know, the, the thing you, you really can't tell is, you know, the familiarity. You know, Florida State and Clemson have some familiarity between them two, the two teams, because they play each other every year and they're in the same conference and stuff like that. And that that means a lot. But, you know, I mean, Florida State's tailback wasn't 100%. But he coach, really played a great coach, game. How you go, he played an excellent game. But he coach, did. How you go and they were playing the with what we would all consider a backup quarterback and still had an opportunity to play that game. Uh, you know, when you think about them playing against an Ohio State or them matching up against Alabama, I just don't right now. I just don't. I just don't see them matching up well against Ohio State and Alabama. That's why I have them behind those two teams. Coach, coach uh, you come off as a homer right now, and everything that I that I had said about you in the shoutouts, I, I almost won't take it back because you can't get on here and say. That a one loss SEC team is better than. See, this yeah. is the problem that I think people are finding with the committee. At the end of the day, you are looking for what you perceive to be the best four teams. It doesn't matter whether one of them have a one loss. It, it, it doesn't say any rules anywhere that you can't put a one loss in front of an undefeated. You look at those four teams and you say, up until this point, which are the best four, and put them in that order. It doesn't matter whether Alabama lost the game or not. That if Alabama takes the field with Clemson or Oklahoma State today, I think they will win. Coach, give me That's my, why let me they're ranked top. Let me give you my top four, Coach. Okay, go ahead. I ain't gave you my top four. I got. I like the Cowboys at, at the fourth position. Uh, I believe the Cowboys are the fourth best team in the country. Uh, I want to put Clemson – at, at at number one, but I, I I don't know if Clemson can can continue uh, being the hunted and not the hunty. Uh, when the when the rabbit got the gun, coach, it ain't that much fun. Clemson, you're number three. <laughs> number two, I got to put Alabama at number two, coach. Uh, Alabama came had uh, Alabama lost to Ohio State. Uh, in the championship game last year. I know I'm not supposed to take that into consideration. I'm only supposed to look at it from this year. Had JT Baird not, not become the starting quarterback for the Ohio State, then I could see Alabama being the number one team in the country. Coach, I would agree with your argument. But with JT Baird as the starting quarterback, uh, with JT Baird as starting quarterback for Ohio State, that offense looks a lot better. Um, they're looking like they are the best team in the country to me. Uh, so I would put Alabama number two, uh, and I would put Ohio State number one. So that's the Cowboys. This that's this week. Now I do suspect. Yeah, this week. Oh no, yeah, I'm gonna change. I do suspect the Cowboys to lose. 
uh, before the end of the year, so I don't suspect for them to hang in there. I'm very impressed with Notre Dame. Uh, Watch be, out for Oklahoma. Be interested. To, oh, I, I, well, I had Oklahoma playing in the championship. Coach, if we go back and list the week one. Coach, you go back and list the week one. I had them playing in the championship. But I like Notre Dame and I like Stanford. Uh, the winner of that game is going to have a really good opportunity getting that top four. Um, and then, like you said, Oklahoma team that um, that I preseason picked to be in the top four. Um, watch out for them as well. I, I don't suspect the Cowboys to maintain this, but congratulations, Cowboy. You have made it this week. Clemson, when the rabbit got the gun, it ain't that much fun. I suspect North Carolina to upset Clemson in the ACC championship. Yeah, see, see, you know, it, it was a lot of backlash this this week with the 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 the, the top four being, you know, we had, we had a mutual friend of ours who call him who, out, call him out, who found a problem with Florida being ranked six spots behind Alabama. And he felt like that they shouldn't be six spots, or maybe he felt like the two teams were tip tap. You know, if 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 you I mean, I just I ain't see no problem with it. You know, and I think that's what people fail to realize. Stop looking at the records. You looking at the team. That's what the human element does. When it was the BCS in, everybody want to argue that oh they looking at margin of victory and all that kind of stuff. But then people want the human element. The human element going to say, even though that team lost one game, I still think they better than these teams. Well, That's what the human element give, does. Because you have to give Urban Meyer the benefit of the doubt over Nick Saban. I believe he's beating him in their last two encounters. And you also have to give the benefit of the doubt to the Ohio State Buckeyes for the victory and the pounding they put on uh, on Alabama last year. Now, again, we're not supposed to look at last year, and I understand that, and I get all that. But with J.T. Barrett at the quarterback position, uh, Ohio State is the number one football team in the country. And I ain't uh, got no real fault with that. You know I've been Alabama, calling for J.T. Barrett. Those top two, whether it's your top two or my top two, I ain't got no problem with that. I think it's pretty clear those are the best two teams. Those are the best two teams in the country. Nah, yeah, or, I ain't got say, no problem with how you okay. got them flipped. Okay, okay, I'm just making certain that because you showing some SEC homer on D1 Sports Talk. Hey man, and that's hey. not what we that's not what we do. We we, oh, we my last vision of Alabama is that brick wall on Saturday. That's true. That is true. That is. True. I watched a brick wall on Saturday, and I watched Henry run like a beast. Oh, I'm not impressed with Henry at all. He won't last on the. Yeah, I mean, I ain't I ain't ready to call him no. I ain't ready to say he don't replace Fournette on the Heisman Trophy list like they were trying to say on TV. But you know, I mean, kid ran good, man. Eddie, the the last the last running back to come out the out the out the Crimson Tide had negative two fantasy points. <laughs> Not impressed. <laughs> call NFL, call a Carolina Panther defense when you're starting running back. At the University of Alabama, Alabama, I don't expect a lot to come out of you when you're giving out <laughs> negative two points on the fantasy. So not impressed. Well, Coach, last question, and we can uh, then we can wrap this thing up with our picks for the week. But um, 
Who do who, who does who does Gus start this week? You got football team. Uh, Gus Malzahn did an excellent job with the play calling. I felt like he called plays that fit his personnel, specifically at the quarterback position, and allow his quarterback to have a very efficient football game on top of the running plays and just the play calling overall. I thought that this was the best performance put in, put on by the Auburn defense and offense. And I have to say that uh, I have to give Gus props when we're critical of, of, of Coach Malzahn. I do need to also take this opportunity to give him his props for the play calling um, and, and for him allowing Jeremy Johnson to essentially look like the guy um, that we were calling for week one. With that said, uh, a healthy Sean White and J.J. coming out the performance he had last week, uh, which I thought was effective. Who do you start this week versus uh, the Georgia Bulldogs? I've always grown up with the notion uh, that you never lose your starting position to an injury. Uh, if Sean White is physically able to play, um, I, I I think you start Sean White. That's just something I've always grown up. Uh, I've always been taught, you know, by you know coaches that I've had, you know, growing up. So it's just philosophy I've always gone by. So I personally will start Sean White if he's ready to go. I think JJ should get the start, Coach. He played with a lot of passion. He played with a lot of emotion. Uh, was in the game. Uh, well, let me ask you this: What did you think about JJ's performance? Oh, I thought he played well. I thought I thought he played as good as Sean. I don't think he played any better. That's why I, I don't think see he what... played better. I actually think he played better. Didn't he throw a touchdown pass? Uh, I don't know. Did he? I'm trying to remember. He may have. Uh, he even uh, if, even if he did, I, I really don't. I really don't think that balks him in front of Sean. I mean, well, Sean, Sean has hasn't, had, thrown, hasn't thrown a. Sean has not thrown a touchdown pass uh, since he's taken the reins, Coach. Sean yep. has not thrown since he since he has not thrown a touchdown pass. I think that alone. Uh, says a lot about about what Jeremy was able to bring to the day table. Uh, to each his own. I, I personally don't think he played. I mean, I personally don't think his play was a whole lot better. Um, I, I you know, I, I still think they about tit for tat with each other. And with that being said, has Gus said who's going to be the starting quarterback? No, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if Jeremy started. I mean, Sean didn't look that great physically um, his last game. I thought he played well considering his injury, but, I mean, he also got hit a couple times. So, if he ain't – I think Jeremy has shown enough to where if Sean ain't at least whatever percentage Gus feel like he need to be, well, started, it wouldn't surprise me if Jeremy started. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll time will tell. I, 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 like I say, I've always been a supporter of JJ. I think we finally saw the guy we was looking for Saturday night. Unfortunately, it's having at the, at the tail end of the season. Uh, but I hope, um, Gus allows him to continue, uh, to gain some exposure and some experience from these situations and go from there. Well, you know, it's like I said, Saturday, you know, I'm an Auburn fan, so 
Whatever quarterback starting that night is my favorite quarterback, and I'm with him 100%. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> go, go. Uh, last week, uh, we, were, we we picked six games. Uh, uh, we had Bama, LSU. Coach, you took Bama. I took LSU. I lost. Uh, we had the North Carolina Tar Heels playing the Duke Blue Devils. You and I both took the blue tar, uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels, Coach. Uh, this week, um, uh, we had Notre Dame and Pittsburgh, Coach. Uh, we both took Notre Dame. Uh, we had Arkansas versus Ole Miss, Coach. You took Arkansas. I took Ole Miss. We had the Texas A&M versus Auburn game, Coach. Coach, you took Texas A&M and I took Texas A&M. So that's a miss. Hey, man, can you fix my record, man? I did not. Uh, did I not update your record? You are 34 and 11, and I am 33 and 15. That don't add up. Did I put that on? Well, let me finish the last one, Coach, then we can talk about the record. Uh, Clemson. You took Clemson. I took Florida State. So, Coach. Dabo and the Nene. So, Coach, I went two for six last week. And you went five for six. Now, let me look at the record here while you calling me out. I'm going to pull it up right now. Cause you say you say I got you incorrect. Yeah, I want to know how I don't play more game than you have. Well, it's a it's an honest mistake. It's an honest mistake. I should be thirty three and twelve, right? No, 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 no. You definitely not thirty three and twelve. Uh, how in the world did you get thirty three and twelve? I should be thirty three and twelve. No. I'd go back and, and fix that up because you know you shouldn't be no 33 and 12. We listened to it next last week. We we said what it was, coach. And I'm going to go back and listen to it. But I'm saying that'll make it equal. You 34 and 11. But you that got mean, more losses than that, coach. And what I'm saying is I'm going to have to listen to what I said your record was last week before I added the, the made the adjustments. Uh, I made a mistake on the adjustments. Right. But but after this week, what I'm saying is your record correct. My record should be correct. Okay, so that means you played 45 games, coach. Right? I understand. I made a mistake, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, coach. I get it. You trying to point all out? Right, all right, all right, all right. I will listen to the tape last I'm tripping. week. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I will listen to the tape last week that says what your picks were. Before I updated the website this week. All right, all right I'm tripping. I'm tripping. And I'm when tripping. I listen to it this week, I will go in and add your additional five wins and my right. one loss. I'm tripping. So, so to to that, you may pass me this week based on my two and six record. We all will right. see. All right, who we got? Well, this week. Oh, you done threw me off, but we got... Oh, okay, man, I'm tripping. We got UGA versus Armour. War Eagle. Hold on one second, go. God, dog, you done threw me off, Coach. 
I need you to give some. I need you to give some commentary on why you chose on. Well, like I said last week, we win two, lose two, win two, lose two. We don't want one. Just a make win two. I'm taking off. Plus, I think George is just. I don't know, man. I, I, you know. I think Mark Rick Rick fitting a little pressure, man. I don't know. I, I think and Georgia has always had our number though, so um, uh, I think this is gonna be a tough ball game. It's eleven o'clock game also, so that's pretty early. Um, oh, it's not eleven o'clock game. We the two thirty game. Somebody told me it was eleven o'clock game for real. We playing the two thirty game, and I think Alabama playing the night game. All right. Well, I'm still taking off. It don't matter. I think we the two thirty game. I think we playing on CBS, but we gonna have. Uh, the backup plant we gonna have to beat the be committed calling us, coach. Okay. Arkansas versus LSU. Who you got? Arkansas LSU. Ooh, pig Razorback. I'm gonna take LSU. They're gonna re- rebound and recover. Memphis versus University of Houston. Who you got? I know you're cool, man. But I think Memphis rebounded week. One more undefeated goes down. Hey, I'm going to go with U of A one more time this week now. Uh, but for the listeners and to the alumni of the University of Houston, if I don't receive my marketing certificate in the mail in the next week, <laughs> I will I will not be picking the University of Houston to continually win. Now, it's been over five years, and I finally reconnected with my university. They called me asking for money uh, as an alumni, and I told them I would definitely become a booster once I get my marketing certificate, Coach. As part of the MBA program I was a part of, um, I was eligible, and I should have received a marketing certificate, and I never received it. Well, I told the university that I would be a donor to the university once I receive my marketing certificate. A.K.A. bag man. Coach, I was <laughs> promised that I would receive my marketing certificate uh, by the end of October. We are now nine days into the month of November, and I have yet to receive my marketing certificate. Now, I sent an email over the weekend and told a young lady that I had not received my marketing certificate, and she assured me today, uh, on today, she sent me an email saying that, uh, uh, confirming that they had the correct mailing address, which it was the correct mailing address, and that they will have another one reset. I say all that to say, University of Houston, uh, this would be the final time that I pick you guys to win on this pickle. If I don't receive my mark my marketing certificate in that few weeks, then we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> I'm going you a vape. You are two weeks away from being on the disappointment list. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alabama oh. versus Mississippi State. Who you got? Lane Kiffin. Shout out to shout out to 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 a few friends of mine that'll be at that game, Coach. They, they being uh, the mayor of Starkville has invited them to the game. They will be seeing with the mayor of Starkville at that Alabama Mississippi Mississippi game. I told them uh, they are they are, they will be traveling from 
from the Washington, D.C. area to attend the game. I told them that they need to make certain they bring uh, something to put in their ears uh, because of the cowbell. They don't want all that ringing to continue for the rest of the night. And I told them that they should expect to eat at a buffet. That's all they that's all they offer down in Mississippi, a buffet. Stark Baker. And don't and make certain and, and don't be surprised if you see people without shoes on. <laughs> yeah, you prepared them pretty well, my boy. Don't be surprised you see folks that ain't wearing shoes. Put your something on your ears and uh, it's gonna be a lot of buffets to go to. No doubt. Uh, U UK versus Bandit, who you got? Cats. It's almost basketball season. Cats. I ain't even got to say. You already know I'm on. Dog. Oregon versus Dow. Who you got? I'm rolling with the Stanford Cardinals and all I can Reggie Bush like McCaffrey. Coach, I'm I'm going with the with the Stanford. Cardinals as well, but I like to shout out to to a new listener that we probably will have this weekend for the coming weeks, Coach. Uh, one of our close friends who I'm sure doesn't listen to the podcast week to week, uh, but he sent out a very interesting text message um, on yesterday, proclaiming that he would win the college pick'em. So I'm sure that this would be. Uh, for the next upcoming weeks, he will be listening to the podcast to try to get a sense of who I will be picking. <laughs> I am aware that he is listening to this particular episode and will be listening to the next three episodes trying to make picks. So just know as a declaimer that these picks mean nothing compared to what the pick'em picks are because that, that's for assets <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes that we got a free love podcast Coach, i've been on the advocate 24 day challenge for yeah how you feeling my boy for, for eight days now coach coach i'm actually starting to like the fiber citrus i enjoy drinking that in the morning i know uh, that's not a taste that a lot of people would enjoy to drink but i'm enjoying it Coach, I cheated on Friday. Uh, cheated because we had uh, with the free lunch podcast. We uh, we had a big interview, Coach. Coach, and uh, the reason why I had put us on the on the, on the uh, disappointment list last week was because uh, BG and I, who is the co-host of Free Lunch Podcast, uh, this Friday we were able to interview Nikki Giovanni, Coach. How about that? Nick, if Giovanni will be on the upcoming podcast for free lunch, but the reason why I had us on the discon on the disappointment last week was because cause we had Nick and Giovanni on the on the podcast last week, and we forgot to hit the record button, Coach. Bruh, bruh. Cause we had Nicky Giovanni on the podcast. Cool. How, how long y'all been doing this, man? 
It was a rough day, Coach. It was a I don't think a rookie mistake. That's like taking a picture with the lens cap on. Go. It's a... <laughs> But the 24-day challenge has been going well. I've uh, been getting a lot of, like I was saying, Cole, before I got sidetracked. I cheated on Friday. Uh, haven't been uh, other than Friday, you know. For the most part, been been sticking by the game plan and starting to, starting to feel a little results. Clothes seem a little bit looser, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll finish up the 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 uh the cleansing phase here in the, in the next few days and then we'll 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 transition into the into the second phase of the other other thing but we're going to continue to continue to uh go with the with the with the uh 24 day challenge uh really like the taste of the spark that's just beginning brother just beginning i really like the taste of the spark I'm um, taking all the pills and all that stuff as it comes, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. You just now turning the corner, my brother. Well, good luck to you, man. Like I tell y'all all the time, uh, we got something for whatever you need, whatever care. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna throw up the link again. Uh, once you get on, you hit shop. Uh, once you get to the next day, hit shop again and go and look at some stuff. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, uh, I drop my email. You can always email me if you got any questions, and uh, we'll, we'll try. Advocate got something for everybody. Doesn't matter what you're trying to do, uh, we got something for you. So, uh, like you said, we make champions, baby. So, coach, I cheated Friday because I was able to interview Nikki Giovanni. Uh, so we were able to interview her, and then I've had a few few sweets here and there so hopefully that's not ruining the challenge but no it ain't gonna kill you brother but but uh but I'm, I'm i'm following it pretty close to what what it recommends on the on the on the challenge so we'll see we'll see how things how things turn out all right my brother coat we forgot to hit the record button coat that's why we was with nikki we had we had the honorable nikki giovanni on the show two weeks ago Live had to reschedule, coach, because we didn't hit the. I like pulling off with the park and breakdown, cause. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what, coach? We got it now. Yo, uh, we got, we got it. it. I hear you, my boy. I had to stay vigilant. We got it. You had to stay. You had to keep on pursuing and and believing. But let's get up out of here. This is. Uh, D1 Sports Talk Podcast. I am uh, the podcast game changer type. This is your boy, Coach. And guess what, Coach? What's up? They say the best part of waking up is D1 Sports Talk. We out here. Later. Because I want to be a cowboy, baby. With a top left back and the sunshine shining. Cowboy, baby. Train rolls in.